0: CrowPod contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anyone, but what is suitable for everyone is the great stuff from our friends over there at The Famous. Go check out thefamousheadwear.co.uk for some awesome, awesome rangers here. And of course, if you scroll down into the show notes, you hit that Buy Me a Coffee link, support The CrowPod. We're giving away stuff from them every single month. Uh, easy to do. Help us out with the show and maybe win some really good stuff. So like I said, go check out thefamousheadwear.co.uk. It's second-hand news on the CrowPod here for the 15th of September. And you might hear a chainsaw going in the background. Surprisingly, I'm not the one doing a shit ton of yard work right now or some kind of work around the house after another fantastic performance, which apparently we're all going to agree looked good up until the point somebody got sent off, despite the fact we had, I mean, no look of scoring in the second half whatsoever. Um... It was nice to see Morales back because, you know, we actually had an out ball. Somebody who can lead the line. Uh, I I mean, I'm, I'm not going to reflect much on the match. Um, I Maybe we didn't look like losing at points, but we never really looked like winning it either. You know, I mean, I have Morellis chance gone in there in the first, whatever, 15 seconds that the roof would come off the fucking place, but it didn't. And, you know, he scuffed his other chance, which is kind of I don't know, indicative of a striker who maybe needed some minutes before going out there in a match like this. Maybe say, uh last week when we were down 3 or 4 nil or whatever it was, but we brought Stephen Davis on to spray some passes around instead of getting him or Ben Davies time on the park. I, I, I don't think it Needs repeating, but fuck it. That's what we're here to do, right? Uh, no summer signings, obviously, in the side yesterday. Two people who uh, Ross Wilson have signed, one one of whom's, of course, Sands on a loan. The other one was Lundstrom, who was a Gerard project uh, almost entirely. So, the rest of that squad uh, completely, um, well, it was 2018. And the fact that, I mean, I, I'm i sure they mentioned it on the UK broadcast, but even on the, like, world feed that uh, UEFA sends around, that um, we got to talk about the fact that two of those players were in our last Champions League squad 12 years ago. And sadly, were two of the best players on the park. I mean, to me, McGregor was probably our man of the match, despite us shipping three goals. I... Uh, fucking double save and honestly i mean even the third one right i mean he went the right way i think we all thought he was getting there i think he thought he was getting there god bless the man but again if a 40 year old goalkeeper is a solution to our problem with the goalkeeper position that's not a real solution this this i mean everything still stems back to all the shit that we've been talking about over the past couple weeks uh, well, fuck! I mean, over the past couple of years, but specifically over the past couple of weeks, that, that everything is just haphazard and short-sighted. Uh, you know, the, the McGregor problem wasn't a mystery. The fact that he was thirty-six four years ago wasn't a mystery. Um, the fact that we probably needed to find a long-term replacement for the man, you know, wasn't much of a mystery. Uh, John McLaughlin, I, I, you know, I we, we we've. We keep talking about it, keep talking about it, John McLaughlin looks a lot better when Alan McGregor is playing, but then you get a run of McLaughlin in the team, and then you see one match with Shagger, and you realize, now that's even that's not true. The Morellis issue, some spent nearly a whole episode on here, the club messaged the, the, the entire time, well, all right, you know, let's go back to the rear of this, right? We know every single time you let him go home, he comes back bigger. Manage your staff and manage your players better. If he can't control it, and if you, I, I, don't let him go home, or don't make the the big deal about it's fine if it's fine if Alfredo goes home, everything will be good. We know he'll come back and blah blah. But no, you know he won't. I mean, Jesus Christ, how many times do we have to see this? And if either one, he, he, he there has to be a management solution to that beyond letting him do it, and then when he comes back, we'll deal with it every single time. All right uh, But some of the key messaging on the club in the in those couple weeks there where apparently Alfredo Morales was the, one of the worst things that ever happened um, was that he was replaceable somehow within the system, right? Now one Kmar roof is well I don't know, still MIA. Uh, and obviously will never be fully fit. You know, I mean, uh, and and any shot of ever relying on him for uh, even 25 matches a season seems fucking out the window. He's also not the same kind of player. You can't count on him to lead a line by himself in matches like these. Antonio Cholak, I think is a very good very useful signing I, I love having a goal poacher I was one of the biggest Chris Boyd stands that you've ever seen in your fucking life like I like a guy like that but the thought that he can somehow replace Morales in matches like these is absolutely fucking crazy. the guy will score 20 25 goals this year with regular playing time absolutely no doubt we got to see it two times in a row. Right? That's theirs. And at IX. Just how it works with him leading the line in a match like this. And it fucking doesn't. The first half looked good in so much as we had an out ball on somebody up there that could challenge for him. Granted, a lot of the out balls were aerials that were coming in five feet over his head. Which is not ideal. Although it was a little bit different to see defenders playing passes out from the back. We hadn't seen that one for quite some time. Uh, I, uh, I I just the the idea that Morellis was easily replaceable that anyone in the club would come out and say that kind of shit again it, it's it's laughable and we saw it last night right that guy the guy is not replaceable and that's you know, again, I mean, but th- this comes down to a, a, a failure of recruitment. Uh, Wilson Wilson got up there on stage that one time and told us, "Oh, look, you you got a plan for what's coming next? Every when everything's going good, you got a plan for what's coming next." Okay, well, where's the plan for that? You know, I, I, we hear about these great lists and spreadsheets and everything else that he's got lying around all the time. Where's the plan for Alfredo Morelos Part Two? or we tear up the system and play a completely different way. Because the other striker options that we have do not fit an Alfredo morella shaped hole in the side. It doesn't work like that. 2nd news, part two here on the Crow Pod for uh, 15th of September. As always, scroll down and hit that Buy Me a Coffee link. You can give us a hand. You can win some stuff from the famous. Uh, giving away some more stuff here at the end of the month. So you got a couple weeks. James Sands. Let's talk about it. I don't... Um, I, obviously, look, I'm, I'm going to stick up for... It's nice seeing American players in the squad. Uh, Tillman has moments of absolute fucking brilliance and moments where you just want to wring his goddamn neck because he's jogging back after losing possession. And as defenders are streaming past him, he could appear to not give a fuck. But, um, you know, he's a lone player. I mean, it it is always, I would think part of the problem in those kind of situations. He's not ours. Uh, until, until we buy out the, the clause from Byron. Um, really wish we would have just done that apparently again consensus is we should wait as long as possible but you know i mean the assumption is he's going to keep improving presumably his contract demands will be larger the longer we wait or you get stuck in a position where you got a player who's kind of caught in this limbo spot where he doesn't know if you actually want him here long term uh or uh, if he's going to go back to Byron. Or, you know, again, the, the other option seems to be we buy him and then Byron immediately buy him back because they have a clause, you know, a buyback clause. But at least then, you know, we profited. Um, but James Sands, okay. We took a player on loan from a... I mean, MLS is a pretty mediocre league. The The style of play is pretty mediocre, but... There are some parallels. It is a, a physical league, um, you know, all all that sort of shit that we hear about uh, Scottish football. And I I would venture he's done better in league fair than he has overall in Europe. Uh, but you know he's also been thrown to a gauntlet because again recruitment policy, it's not worked out. I mean what, who who's the, the kid from Vitice that we were supposed to get forever? John Suter is, I think John Souter is a perfectly competent, capable center half at this level. But again, when is he going to play? And we knew that that was an issue when we signed him. Phil Hellander, uh, well, I mean, that's right in the same alley. I love Big Phil, but obviously, we're, we're, I mean, I'd be shocked if we ever see him for more than 10 more matches ever. If that, if that that even that's that's probably going to be a stretch. I don't know what the hell is going on with the Ben Davies situation because the club instead of just providing clear concise answers, uh, instead would rather leave stuff hanging out there for speculation. Either that or just you know Geo doesn't fancy him, but either way, it's 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 a problem. And Sands, uh, I'm still not of the belief that he's. A, a, Midfielder, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess we could try him back out there because maybe it would free up John Lundstrom a little bit not to just have to sit and, well, even if we're playing four at the back, basically be the fifth. But it's, I, I think I said something on Twitter about three minutes before he got sent off that I wish he could do something else besides the last ditch tackle uh, more effectively. And, you know, at that, um, I, it's it's unfortunate, but there have been warning signs about this uh, and how close he's gotten to being sent off before. And again, you have a center half who was our second biggest outlay uh, sitting over there on the bench who needed minutes last week, just like Morales, who maybe could have saved us from that kind of a situation yesterday. And instead, he's left on the bench, and we're left with ten men to try to see out to match against the team that I, I think is aren't they leading Syria right now? Seems seems poor. Sans development, I, I I really don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of the the fan media, um, the ones that spend a little bit too much time talking to the club. I think uh, touting him up. I mean, I always. Thought he could be a very good, competent, useful player. Um, I'm not sure why, given how he played in MLS and how he's played for the U.S. Men's National Team, that we're not utilizing him as more of an option to bring the ball out of the back. I mean, it's, it's very clear that he's been coached to never really try a forward pass and never really move into space, and this is what he did best. Uh, at the Gold Cup, this is what he did best for 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 uh, New York City, um, and instead we we have this very static, uh, very slow movement. I mean, it, it's just glacial with the ball going forward, and whose first option is to either look eight yards to his left to Born the Beresich or eight yards to his right to counter Goldson. um It's again, it was nice seeing Goltz play some passes forward. It was fucking hilarious given that Geode said, absolutely nothing needs to change in my system. Yet you completely tore up your, your tactical system. Uh, I, I noticed that the zonal marking was <laughs> by and large gone on corners. And again, you, you were allowing for long diagonal balls to come out of the back. So no, you, you clearly things did change. Um, but no, I mean, you know, the Sands look, I, I doubt, I doubt at this point he's going to the World Cup. He would have been in the squad for these upcoming friendlies. Tillman is, uh, but Sands is not, and I don't, I don't know why there's been this sudden push to try to convince everybody that he's slightly more than what he is. Well, I mean, I do have a pretty good idea, but uh, you know, people are friends, so um, I, you know, I think the red card might be a good time to hit the reset button there and hopefully you know maybe we can see ben davies and see what we spent money on you know with a few times that we spent money this summer anyway one more one more quick break i want to finish up some thoughts uh well from <laughs> the past couple weeks and definitely last night after after watching that match Second the news here, back again. Fifteen September, the day after uh, fucking another loss. Uh, I, I, it's. I'm not gonna change my mind on anything I said last week because now it's gotten worse. I, uh, we've we've, three on the trot and eleven goals down, and we hadn't laid a hand on anyone. A um, couple of half chances in there, a couple of shots from distance, not much else. Uh, that's not good enough. I don't... Uh, the three that need to walk out the fucking door. Geo is the, <laughs> somehow the least of my concerns and all that. Um, I, I, Wilson, again, Ross Wilson, absolutely. He should have been fucking the, packing his office up at kickoff yesterday. Uh, Stuart Robertson, again we we need effectively and, and this is what, look we don't need a fucking director of football what we need is a competent board with a with a with a plan that they want executed and a ceo not a managing director a ceo who's able to execute that strategy and who's held accountable for that strategy being properly executed not not this fucking patchwork of bullshit and not a director of football who cannot secure players to help our squad the squad looks worse than it did two years ago when we won the league it looks worse than it did in may we lost our two best most important players did not replace them did not spend money quite clearly did not even have players identified to replace them that that that's that is his entire fucking job and here we are we're sitting here three losses on the bounce Five points adrift in the league with no, it looks like no chance of fucking pulling that back right now. Certainly not before the World Cup. Definitely not before January when we can maybe do something about all this. You want to talk to me about payroll being too high? How, how much we're spending on payroll? That's his fault. He's the one who made those decisions. He's the one who made the decisions not to fucking sign people. It's him or it's coming from above from the park's and little park jr wanting to interfere and vetoing shit i mean we heard about this kind of stuff with gerard and maybe it's still the case but again if that is the case said this before maybe it's time for the parks to go right thank you very much you did an awesome job in carrying us from point a to point b but you don't want to carry us down the line that's great take money get out we need a competent board in place that does what a board is supposed to do not metal in the constant daily affairs of how the football club runs, of how the business operates. That is not a board's job. We need a CEO to execute a strategy, given him laid out in his remit by that board. We need a management structure in place that's allowed to, to just fucking run football, right? Again, Gio might not be it, but right now he is by far the least of my concerns because I think if Giovanni Van Bronkhor's head Three or four very good, more capable players, we wouldn't be having as many of these fucking discussions right now. But we don't because the people above him have failed him in his job. I said it when they came out, when they didn't support him, that uh, they, they, they put him in this perfectly precarious position of if he somehow succeeds... They look like fucking geniuses because he does it without all this investment, and when he fails, they've got a perfect scapegoat because he fucked it up. That's not how you run shit. You don't hang your most forward-facing, the most important person in your organization out to dry because you can't handle doing your fucking job. They both need to get the fuck out, and the Parks either need to figure out what the hell they're doing or stand back and let's constitute an actual football board to run the business of the football club. Not where everything's filtered through Bisgrove's fucking mental aspect of, of how how do we milk every single goddamn pound out of the thing. How's your bio wave signs doing this morning? Are they uncovered? Did we not think that one through that when we got back to Europe that might be an issue? You know, it's it, it's so short-sighted. Everything has been show, so short-sighted. And me and David and Todd were talking about this stuff back when we were fucking winning. 55. That there were issues creeping in. That they were allowing to set root. And once they're in, it's much, much, much harder to remove them. Now I got dogs barking in the background beyond the fucking chainsaw going down the street. So I, I'm going to call That's going to be it. Uh, we're coming back. Uh, me and Colin are doing Crowpot Explains America. Me and Gary Havlin are getting together. Uh, still, Well, I mean, we'll, we'll get out the Rangers for, from uh, Sea to Shining Sea. I wanted to do it. I had the match, but, you know, the, sometimes stuff gets lost in the Champions League shuffle. So that's it. Like I said, go up and buy me a coffee link. Give us a hand, maybe win some stuff from the famous. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. You can't be fucking serious at all.